Welcome back to So Fetch. Hello, hello. I'm Anushka Daskupta. And I'm Arya Wozniak. We are your hosts. How was your week? Um, honestly, it was really nice. It was really chill. Mm. Like, the past two weeks, I've had a lot of work and just, like, stuff happening. But this week, there wasn't that much work. I could prioritize sleep a bit more. I love even, that for you. Yeah, like, even on the weekdays, like, I could still, like, hang out with friends. And then this weekend, I was able to see and, like, enjoy so much art. And it was, mm-hmm. like, a chill weekend. I just... That's yeah, amazing. It was yeah. really nice. What about you? It's been good. I'm glad you've gotten to relax because I feel like I <laughs> haven't that much. And like I was talking with my friend this week and she's like, you know what, Aria? I just, I feel like I have a big fat stick on my butt. And I was like, what? you know what? I feel like I have a stick on my butt too. Like I'm just doing so much and I'm like, you know, like trying to get stuff done. Mm. And so now I'm like, I think I need to cut back on things and like drop things so I can yeah. relax a little and like not have stick up my not have a big fat stick Log. up your <laughs> I don't know if you noticed I saw you I was like I felt very high strung I felt very like on edge oh when you were on your computer just like I don't know after I was like dealing with like stuff trying to plan things and events mm. I was like oh that was stressful I just want to go home I didn't notice at all that you were high strung I'm feeling better now that we can relax and just Yay. sit and talk I know we both went to Chicago this weekend. So how was yes. your experience? Oh my god, What did yeah. you do? I don't know. I was supposed to go out with my friend Saturday night, and then they canceled last minute for something, mm. which is, like, unfortunate, but it happened. Right. So, um, but Sunday, which is today, we're recording on Sunday, me and my friend, who's called Maggie Monday, Maggie Monday, if you're listening, <laughs> hey, okay, yeah, so we went, we went thrift shopping today, and we went to Waker Park. We just, like, walked down Damien Avenue. Where the thrift shops are? Yeah. and I went there a few weeks ago. It's oh, amazing. It's so nice. Like, okay, my cousins live there. Mm-hmm. Um, they listened to the last episode, and they were like, we got a shout-out. Because I was talking oh. about how they were like, bitch, it is cold in Chicago. And another shout-out. <laughs> yeah, that. Literally. She, hope, she's in love with you guys. She's... They're I, obsessed. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so we went to... Like, they live there, so I'm, like, kind of familiar with the neighborhood. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with it. Like, I know where things are, but I've just seen it before when we go visit our cousins. But, yeah, we went thrift shopping. A lot of the stores were expensive, which is what I was expecting because, mm-hmm. like, Wicker Park's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got so much good stuff from Buffalo Exchange. Buffalo Exchange, even in New York, like, okay, I moved here from New York and Buffalo, there's a Buffalo Exchange in New York City, right? Mm-hmm. And I would go and just, like, literally half my closet, I feel like, is from Buffalo Exchange, which I don't know if that's embarrassing They've got good stuff. They've got no, good stuff. Thrifting because... is not embarrassing. <laughs> well, thrifting is awesome. I think thrifting is not embarrassing, but, like, I feel like Buffalo Exchange is the most, is, like, the urban outfitters of thrifting. You know what I feel like is? Is, like, Plato's Closet. I've never been to a Plato's Closet Okay, before. I think it's very, like... It's, like, thrifting, but it's still, like, not at the... It's a little more expensive than thrifting. Like, Mm. it's very reasonable prices, but it's also very more, like, on-brand clothes. And, like, you'll find lots of Brandy Melville there and everything, Mm. you know? Which, like, I do not like Brandy Melville. I do not like like, Brandy Melville. I'm wearing Brandy Melville right now. (laughs) (laughs) I literally... I found it thrifting. I was like, okay, like, that's fine. I just need more clothes. But I, I thrift them, but I'll never buy from them. (laughs) <laughs> snaps for that snaps for that but anyway um i'm wearing them but i actually despise them <laughs> i i yeah i'm not a fan of brownie melville i mean i don't even like the, the clothing worst. and the whole like one size fits all stuff that they got that makes on. me so upset no it makes me really annoyed and i definitely do feel like i see it in the stores all the people who work there do look this certain way oh, yeah i met someone at a party this summer and she was like okay so I was one of like the managers at the store mm-hmm. in Boulder and I was like oh like how's that experience because I fucking hate them <laughs> um and she was like Please. well actually like every time I wanted to hire someone or we would like hire someone I would send a picture of the girl and based off the picture she showed me these texts based off the picture she they like tell her how much they get paid and he's like that what? one is 17 and this one is 18 and she's like I'm getting paid 18 as a manager 
She's like, this girl is getting paid the same as me because of how she looks. Wait, It was what? crazy. What? Isn't that, like, insane? What? Like, okay. Like, they, the whole company makes me so mad. Oh, like, okay, y'all. If y'all, y'all can't tell because this is a podcast, my jaw is dropped. Her my jaw, jaw is dropped. My jaw is dropped. On because the table. It's one thing to be like, oh, I'm not going to hire you because you don't look nice to me. Yeah. It's another thing to be adjust the pay grade. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. Like, it's by not like, how you look or how skinny you are, or like what? whatever. It's like just going into those type of types of stores also just feels so like I don't know. Judgy. Yeah, it's so superficial. It's it's very it's like not my people at all, and right. I'm like I don't even want to be in the same like environment or room. And like I'm talking about as a whole, I'm sure like the individual people are. No, nice, I but. mean sure, but. Like, okay, for one, that is, that surprises me. Maybe I shouldn't be so surprised. I mean, if someone's like, oh yeah, Brandy Melville's um, very fat phobic, I'd be like, right, and the sky is blue. Um, but the fact that they changed the pay grade, because yeah. that is so obvious. I was like, how does the world function? Like, I don't understand. What? Like, like how why does do that... things work like this? Right. And, and, and the thing is, like, I've not had to experience this personally because I'm, like, pretty slim. Mm-hmm. But it, it is still, like, a judgy environment when all the models look the same and all the clothings fit. Uh, not the models. Yeah. See, the way I said models instead of the employees because they, be, like... <laughs> yeah, but they're modeling the clothes and they look a certain way. Right. Brandy Melville. The bane of... <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, I'm living in, like, such a different world no, than this. No, like, literally. I'm living on, like, rainbows and sparkles the... and I can't believe this is happening. Did you ever watch the Dote Girls on YouTube? Like, mm-hmm. Hannah Maloche and... Um... Oh my gosh, my sister was really into them, and I started. Right. I like watched a couple of their like episodes or whatever. With I don't. Them. I don't remember. I feel they were. I'm pretty sure they. If I remember correctly, and correct they me if I'm wrong, for them? I'm pretty sure they were all Brandy Melville models. <gasps> a lot of them were like the very like the very slim like the body type that Brandy Melville promotes. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised, but it. it yeah, I remember. The, I remember associating them with Brandy Melville. Um, it's really yeah. interesting. I think we should dive into it deeper on a different episode because, like, it is actually the whole very, body the history of Brandy like, Melville. His, yeah, the history exposing them. Um, <laughs> we get the girl to come on. Literally, we should have that girl come on. Wait, we can you, zoom like, her. Are you friends with her? Like, still? I know she would like definitely come on. Um, Dude, we should totally do that. Like, I think we should do that and like. Definitely, I have a history like with dance uh-huh. of that whole culture too. Of like, right. Which is very interesting, I th- I think so. I we should definitely dive into that. Just like that. that, and in media, like just day to day life. I feel like talking about. Well, I feel like we we should probably just do not as brainstorming our next podcast <laughs> on, on this on one. The intro. One thing I will say is that we should just talk about okay, Brandy okay. Melville yeah. because it's a case study yeah. of like a broader issue. The reason why I say I feel like Buffalo Exchange is the urban outfitters of thrift shopping is because mm-hmm. I feel like it's very basic, which is. Something yeah. I just need to stop because I don't like when people use basic as an insult. I think it's stupid. Like basic, what does basic what is mean? Basic? basic is popular. There are pop, things are popular for a reason. If if some if I'm like yeah I like Taylor Swift, someone's like well Taylor Swift is basic. I'm like you mean she's successful? Like yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean like yeah then I'm basic. Like literally then yeah I'll be basic. Yeah I I, I don't even like using basic as an insult. But I guess this is just, like, some internalized, like, oh, I need to be... If I'm thrift shopping, I have to be going to, like, an underground store. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel like you can find, like, lots of... There, I feel like I find lots of just, like, basics for the closet, which are really good. Mm. And then you can, like, layer them in different ways or play with it in different ways. I my mantra is just like basic means popular. Things are popular for a reason. Also, exactly. I think basic was just made up to hate on girls for liking certain things. But that's just yeah. I think it was too. <laughs> like, I feel like so many of our terms and slang are like, very negative. Right, and it's also misogynistic, yeah. in my opinion. Um, screw that. Yes, but... screw misogyny. <laughs> I got this really beautiful long like embroidered dress. I wouldn't wear it. To, it's a little too nice to wear to class, but like. Uh-huh. I could... It's fun, though. It's fun. I don't think things are too long to wear to class. Like, I have a long dress. I haven't worn it yet. So I feel like it's too nice, though. Oh, like it's too fancy. I have a few dresses here that are, like, nice. And they're, like, brunch dresses. But they're not, like, fancy enough to be formal dresses. And they're not casual enough to be, like, just walking around campus class. I feel like I'm scared to be dressing nicer to class. 
Because I feel like people will think I'm trying too hard. But that's silly. Like That's so silly. Right? Because like, whenever I see people... Like, dressing nice has been, like, a bit more formal. Not nice has been, like, stylish. Mm-hmm. But, like, like for example, if I wear, like, boots, a cool pair of jeans, and, like, a really sick hoodie and accessories, like, I think I look, like, good. Mm-hmm. But that's very casual. But I'm scared to be yeah. wearing, like, my wool down coat to class. Because oh, I feel like... don't be. I think it's so cool. I, I like... Feel like I should. Some days I look like this, where it's literally just jeans and, like... Basic sweater. Mm-hmm. Basic. <laughs> Basic. <laughs> but from Brandy Melville. <laughs> anyway. Literally from Brandy Melville. Oh Maybe God. we should just burn all, burn this after. <laughs> <laughs> burn this sweater. The outro is just like the crackling of the fire. They just yes. hear it burning. Um, oh my God. Oh yeah. Like I love wearing like cute button ups to mm. class, like stuff like that. And I feel like that looks a lot more like formal. Like, oh, you're about to go to an interview or something. But also... Like, sometimes I want to feel very young and I, like, dress more young or my age. And sometimes I'm, like, I want to be, like, old today. <laughs> like, I want to be, be dressing. Like, I am, like, already have a stable job. And <laughs> I'm, like, going to go to work and I look, like, nice and, like, just a more mature style, you know? I want to dress, like, let's circle back to that. That joke didn't land. <laughs> that did not. Like, you know how people were just like, oh, let's circle back to that. It's like professional uh, talk. Like, I want to dress like oh, I talk like that. I, I did not pick up. Bro, sometimes I just say things and it doesn't work. It's like. No, I get that though. Yeah. Like, it makes sense in my head and it just I doesn't. Like that. I don't I feel like very powerful when I dress like that too sometimes. True. Like, I felt very powerful today walking around Chicago in my I love down it. jacket. Yeah, I love that. Like, I feel so mature with scarves on. I wore scarves. Yes. I went into Chicago yesterday Uh uh-huh and i took so my friend was gonna go with me and then she's like i'm not feeling great or whatever and i was like i honestly just need to do something by myself and Mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna go anyway love and i took myself to chicago and i went to my favorite coffee shop and like did some window shopping and then i went to like the art institute (gasps) and it was like amazing i wore like a little scarf and like high boots and everything i was like i feel so like much older wait okay talk a little bit about your chicago day because We've talked enough about mine. Well, it was wonderful. I, like, went to... So I've been coming to Chicago ever since I was little, like, a few times a year. Because uh-huh. my grandparents lived here. Mm-hmm. So I went to my favorite coffee shop. I got a little breakfast burrito, coffee, and then I, like, walked around the city. And I went to the Art Institute, and they Love. just, like... Ugh, I think I wrote down notes. I was, like, so fascinated by the exhibits I had there. I chose, like, three sections to focus mm, on. That's so Because I feel like it's hard to get through everything. No, that's absolutely right. Like, that's absolutely right. You could spend, like, days in there. I was going on to, like, the ancient Egypt, um, ancient mm. Greece kind of things. And it was so interesting because they were just talking about, like, how death is, like, this transformation into, like, a new existence. And, like, oh. death was so, like, thought through. And I don't feel like we think that much here about death or, like, we don't have as much meaning for it or this, like, this transition into a new life. I think, well, for one, I think it's, oh, that's so interesting. Well, I feel like you could, you get that from religion, death. That's true. You really do. But I feel like that's so interesting, like religion versus culture, because American culture, I mean, as far as I've interacted with American culture is like, (laughs) there's no, you're right. I mean, death is just like, big whoop you you you're dead dead. right like there's there's (laughs) nothing to say about it but but obviously like for example like christianity like Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot to talk about there's they they talk about death quite a bit um (laughs) i feel like every culture does i mean yeah but i think it's so interesting because it's like egyptian culture mexican culture versus america it's not american culture it's christianity of course not every Mm -hmm. american is christian but like the difference between i feel like most religions will have some sort of death is is right. mentioned but but the the culture like cultural implications about death too it's not just religion versus america yeah it's not. and like the united states like just as an entity doesn't have like we're not unified in this like idea of like death or because like, there's just so many cultures right and diversity whereas in other places there isn't as much diversity so they i guess like come together more oh that's but so fascinating Oh my god, I've never thought about that. I love the idea of death as transformation. I do too. It doesn't sound as scary. It's like you're being like reborn or you're like going into this new existence. Who knows what's after that? It's it's empowering. It's like, well, okay, let's not, obviously not like that's not the point is like to make it empowering, but like it's like powerful. Death is empowering. No. Die. Die. (laughs) But um, like, 
it, it doesn't make it as scary. That's a better way to put it. It's yeah. just, like, cool. It's just, like, I'm reborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of just, like, accepting it. There's, like, all right, well, we're going to die, but, yeah. like, you're going to die regardless, so why think about it? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, don't I don't know. What what, was, do, like, what do I know about death? There was an interesting <laughs> question that someone asked me that was, like, what if, would you choose for, like, everyone to just die at the same age? Like, you get to 60 and you die and you know you're going to die. Or, like, would you rather, like, continue like this? And it was such an interesting question because I was, like, obviously I wouldn't want to just die at a certain age because then it's, like, okay, you're living your life. You know, like, you have this anticipation of, like, you're going to die then. But then some people are, like, oh, but then it would, like. It would give me comfort. It would, like, provide comfort and, like, I guess probably more control and, like, Mm. you would be able to, like, celebrate it and, like, accept it easier. And it wouldn't be a whole sad thing then because it's, like, everyone dies at this age. It's It's not, like oh, this person is sick and they're dying because of this. It's like, it's if everyone dies at 70, then like, so probably some people die earlier, but it's not like they're really old right. and they're in pain or like you're you're suffering through it. It's just like, okay, your time has come. So I think it's so interesting. That is so interesting. I have no idea how I'd answer that. I don't know either because I see both sides so much. I like, I completely understand both sides. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've thought about death enough as a concept. I mean, I, I, really I think that's... I, I mean, I'm thankful for that, honestly. Um, that yeah. I haven't had to think about death so much as a concept in my life. Also, I'm 18, so I haven't <laughs> lived that many years on this earth um, uh, to be thinking about these things. But, yeah. Oh, that's a fascinating question. Well... We have a great guest. We have a fabulous <laughs> guest. Earlier in this conversation, we talked a little bit about... Well, I talked about being scared about dressing a certain way to class. Mm-hmm. I think may- maybe, obviously, the way I was saying it, it's a bit less, it's a lot less stakes. It's literally just like, I don't know if I want to look so fancy for class versus mm. our guest, but our magnificent, glorious guest, Miss Pink Bray Girl. She's wonderful, and it definitely has a lot to say about identity and just being true to who you are. Yeah, and like using fashion as a way to... I mean, I won't get too much into it because you're going to listen to this interview. But, yeah, let's but, get into it. Um, yeah, also one thing to say before we get into this interview is this was recorded before we knew that I was going to be part of this podcast. <laughs> yes, so I'm the only one interviewing. Yes. Um, but for the, I guess the next one I'm the only one interviewing also, but it, it'll be one of us interviewing or both of us interviewing for each episode yeah and and at one point she says like so i'm hoping to start this podcast i think i'm gonna call it so fetch but <laughs> we all know that it's called yes. so fetch <laughs> and it's, yes and it so now we are co-hosting yes um but, but just a little psa yeah okay enjoy Today we have a very special guest. Welcome to SoFetch. Hi, I'm very, very glad to be here um, and grateful. I'm Adrian, otherwise known as Pink Beret Girl, and I just recently transferred to SESPI, so I'm a second year human development major. Mm-hmm. And with also within the last time I saw you, I decided to minor in psych as well. Oh my gosh, So I will be, yes, thank you. Um, I'll be human development major, psych minor, and also a French minor, so. Oh my goodness, that's a lot. Yeah, you know, we'll oh, see how it, it goes. <laughs> like, I am a proponent of dropping classes. Like, if I get there and I don't like it, mm-hmm. and, like, I've switched my actual majors so many times at this point now, so yeah. it's like, I think human development is here to stay. I really like it so far. Oh, good. Um, but you know, I mean, maybe the classes will suck and I'll just drop them. I but hope like, not. <laughs> I hope not either. But also, it's like, I feel like I'm not gonna make myself unhappy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. I can still manage to get a good career with my current track without doing everything. So right. you're still learning what you want. Yes. I think that's good. Yes, for yeah. sure. So I'm starting the podcast right now. I'm hoping to title it "So Fetch." After, like, Mean Girls, what do you think? That would make me so happy, especially because my color is pink. Pink. <laughs> yeah, that is your signature color. I love your outfit. Thank you. Um, I try to wear one of, like, my favorites today. So, 
you probably know this, but you're famous for your pink beret. A little bit. A yeah. little, just a tad. <laughs> How did this start? The beret in general or, like, like people on campus? Let's start with the beret in general. So, the beret in general started, um, I took French in high school. Mm-hmm. And every other year, they do, like, a trip to France. Mm-hmm. Um that I ended up going on. Um, And essentially when I was there, I have always had a signature hat or something. It's been beanies, it's been flower crowns, it's been hoodies, it's been something. I don't know why exactly. But um, I went on this trip to France and I was determined to find a pink beret. Mm. And it was, like, the second week that we were there, and we went to, like, the largest mall in France. It was literally in Paris. Oh, wow. The first floor, first store that we went into, I saw it, I grabbed it, and I bought it, and it's been that every day since. So how many years is this of the Pink Beret? Like, four. Four now, because, wow. like, okay. junior senior year freshman year now now so like i guess with the summer yeah you should have a little celebration i know a birthday birthday party party. (laughs) for the beret is it an everyday thing yes okay there's not a single day without it and it's the same one just you or do you trade off between multiple Uh, it's the same one i will not lie this one is not the one that i got in france okay i it's terrible i lost the one from France on a family vacation in Florida, and I simply do not know where it possibly could have gone, but that's okay. There's a lot of pink berets in the world, so I'm all right. How many have you gone through? Um, mostly this one and the other one. I have, like, backups and stuff mm-hmm. in case anything happens to this. <laughs> this one that I'm wearing right now, it went through the, the dryer, and it was kind of messed up for a little bit, but I fixed it. It looks good. <laughs> Thank you. I saw you have a little fan account on Instagram also. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't even give me... That account is funny as hell. I That is one of my friends. Otherwise, Aww. I do not know... Where they would, if they had those pictures of me and I didn't know who it was, I would be, be I would be scared. Um, I would be, I was actually wondering that because I was like, you know, you are a celebrity on campus, but that is creepy. That would be, yeah, that would be, that would be odd if photos like that of me were just like circulating. But no, that's one of my friends. My friends are very supportive of me. I'm very, very grateful to have the friends that I do here. So was it, how was the transition like into Northwestern into college for you last year? Oh, like, that's such a, it's like a double, like, not double-edged sword, but there's some parts of it that were really, really good and some parts of it that weren't good. Mm -hmm. For the most part, the actual objective transition was fantastic because I'm from rural Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a bit more of, like, a conservative area, Um, not a lot of things to do not a lot of people in general so I always I've always wanted to go to Northwestern like for a very very long time it's been like dream school but just coming here in general um I would say the way that there's things to do there's so much every day that I'm like oh my gosh I've never seen that before in my Mm. life like the train drove me like crazy I'm like this is cool yes I love the train forever. I have, I love, they're not skyscrapers, I guess. I've been uh-huh. corrected. But the very tall buildings yes. <laughs> in, like, Chicago. Um, and just that there's, like, things like Insomnia. I always wanted to go to Insomnia. Mm-hmm. Things like Insomnia, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, like, max, like, minimum two hours away from me in Wisconsin. Oh, wow, really? Yes. So transitioning to college, I was just, like, absolutely overjoyed to be here because, one, I felt like my identity was more accepted, particularly my style. I mean, people weren't always very, very nice to me about it as they are here. Mm -hmm. And also just, like, the place itself. And I like school. Like, I don't hate school, you know? And for a while, this is sort of a long tangent. I feel bad. 
Uh, I said, like, that it, there was some good and bad. Mm-hmm. I will not lie. The transition itself was good. I had a lot of, like, rough stuff happen to me, like, my first year. I'm sorry. But, um, in general, like, the way people have sort of, like, accepted me as, like, Pink Beret Girl, it was probably, like, one of the best things about my year last year in a lot of shitty stuff. Um... So, like, I I feel like I always want to, like, say that when I have these things. Because people don't understand that, like, their kindness has meant a lot to me. I don't want to ever come off as ungrateful for that. Yeah, and the Northwestern community, I think, obviously... I think my transition was really great, but there are some ups and downs, you know? It's a different lifestyle. You're kind of going in between, like, you've no, like, set home. Which I thought was definitely... A lot different for me I'm not moving around a lot so I don't know I think coming here though people were just so sweet and accepting I know they were really positive towards you I remember last year I would be like oh my gosh like pink beret girl sighting and (laughs) it was amazing and uh I don't know if you know about highlighter boy I do have you guys met before I have not met him we were in the same documentary we were in a documentary together for like an RTVF thing but I never actually got to meet him. The interviews were separate. So I know oh. what he looks like. I follow him on Instagram. He follows me. But we've never mm. met. Other than that, it's just a mystery man. Just a mystery. Huh. I think he's in McCormick, but that's all I know. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more about how you picked your outfit out today? Is it always pink? Yeah. So there's some, like, basics. I always have the knee-high socks. Okay. I always have the beret. Um... And then I sort of try to go with the weather, which it's a dress or skirt every single day. So that seems ridiculous to say. However, sometimes it's like, I'll look at the, like the little weather app and be like, hmm, today is going to be like 20, but tomorrow's going to be 30. So I should probably wear a warmer outfit today and then tomorrow I'll just wear a dress. But like, so I have like a sweater on today and just like a longer dress because it's in like. It's like fifty. It's it was, it was a, a little, little chilly today, today, but the with the wind it was chilly, but with the sun it, it felt mm-hmm. so nice. Yeah, I felt like I could go outside and survive in this outfit at least. Well, I love it. Thank you. Your I think wardrobe I, must be very pink. It is. Um, like pretty much all of it. I have like white and pink, mm. and I have a couple things like, like interview clothes i suppose but stuff for choir concerts when did you first start loving the color pink that has always been in development but i think i really settled on pink like junior year high school and then i just started collecting and then it became more and more pink and now it's just it's always pink so did it grow off of the pink beret or like how did it loki yeah loki yeah it's like even before it was a pink beret, it was a pink flower crown. That's adorable. Yeah. I was I was the flower crown kid. It was your soft launch for the beret girl. I know. Literally. It's in, like, my school pictures and everything. It's in my senior photos. Like, the beret and the flower crown and stuff like that. Not at the same time, but... <laughs> well, that's amazing. I, like, love dresses. Mm-hmm. So I think it's amazing that you, like, always wear a dress or a skirt. Aww. It's so fun. I'm investing in the... I've been so stubborn about it. I'm like, I do not need the fleece tights, the fleece tights that everyone's talking about. Like, you know I what I've seen though. They're just like transparent tights that are supposed to keep you warm. Oh. So you can like wear That's skirts nice. and dresses without being completely miserable. But I'm like, okay. no. I'm from Wisconsin. I'm not doing this. You can manage it. Yeah, but I've caved. You've caved. I have caved. I am purchasing them very shortly. <laughs> do you have any I guess, recommendations on how to dress for, like, fall or winter to, like, accommodate for individual styles. Because oh. here's the thing. My style is unmoving. I just mm. do simply what I want. I guess, like, for other people who do happen to care about the cold, I like, um, obviously layers, um, especially, like, I like the longer cardigans because Mm -hmm. if you have something, like, under it, like, the longer cardigan will cover it up. So then you can, like, still have the cardigan be, like, the main accessory, but 
yeah. all that. That's um, I love gloves, like the cute little thin gloves, like for winter yeah. and stuff like that. I think those are very cute. And definitely warmer shoes. Um, there are a lot of things that I like to try and buy as like inexpensively as possible. However, shoes, I feel like you should invest in. Yeah. They'll last you a while also. So. Yeah, because, like, cheap shoes, like, I've tried to get shoes from, like, stores, like, I don't know, even, like, Hot Topic's the first thing that comes to mind. Or just, like, going on, like, Google shopping. But, like, those, they don't, like, last. And then it's, like, sad. Especially because it's so cold. So invest in good shoes. That's my main advice. Are <laughs> Do you, like, invest in, like, pink um, jackets and boots for winter? Oh, my gosh. Or is that the one thing that differs? I, yes. I have a pink coat, like, a pink winter coat. It's currently in Wisconsin because my birthday is soon, so my family's coming. I figured I didn't need to bring all my winter gear yet. Mm -hmm. I was very wrong. Yesterday was so cold. Honestly, when I was younger, my parents didn't want me to have, um lighter color coats because they get so dirty so fast but especially with little kids yes <laughs> do you ever have the urge to like change up your style like go goth one day or like i boho or... okay yes i would not do it in day-to-day life mm. i would feel like i am so uncomfortable like i don't I, I wouldn't feel like myself okay this to me is like a sense of consistency in my life and it's a very good fallback for anything bad that occurs but being goth occasionally so fun going in like little party outfits very fun sometimes it's fun to not constantly be pink parade girl i love being pink parade girl i would never trade that for anything i went to a mother mother concert my outfit was very goth for that like very extreme so fun yes it's a little undercover i think it would be easy for you to get undercover, you know? Yes. I have, like, the Demonias, if you've... You know those shoes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think so. They're, like, the big, big boots. Like, they made me, like, a foot taller, and they're so... That's so fun. Yeah, they go, like, up to your knees and have, like, chains and stuff. That was... That was so cool. I don't know. It's not like I'm a huge partier, but I, like, get my little fits together, feeling all cute, like a normal college student every yeah. now and then. Can't work too hard here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to do that. Yeah. I think for April Fool's, you should do, like, a whole different color. Just, like, that? surprise everyone. Take them all off guard. <laughs> I don't know. Would it be funnier? I Should I do, like, goth? Or what if I just did, like, a random color, like, green, orange? Uh, I think it will be fun to do, like, green or like a random color or trade with highlighter boy <gasps> and maybe you wear like all neon clothes and he wears all pink oh my gosh i don't know if he'd go for that but you know what i wonder i could i could ask i need to like get a little assembly together of all the fashion icons on I campus know. i'm sorry now that that came out of my mouth i'm like oh my gosh did that sound like egotistical no like, not at all i mean there are instagrams of you so. <laughs> anybody else has that how is it i guess like kind of being a fashion icon on on campus honestly i can hardly say anything bad about it at all because mm-hmm. people like say nice things to me every day some of the stuff that people have said to me if anyone said that to me in high school i would have cried on the spot because mm. i didn't feel I have my people and I have my spaces where I felt welcome in high school and middle school like my choir was a big one um Mm -hmm. my family was always very supportive of me but in just the regular small town setting I never felt very accepted um it was a lot of like me and the other like queer kids or queer presenting kids like sort of hanging out For me, the way that I dress is I took a lot of inspiration from online in particular. Mm -hmm. My family was always like a very um, eccentric group of people that wanted me to sort of live my life the way that I wanted to. And we, I was from a rural area and my family always stood out. So I took a lot of inspiration online from like YouTubers, Pinterest, like just going on Google and searching up different like styles that I liked. And that's sort of, like, how it's, like, 
gone on to what I am today. It's not like I am really going for a specific Mm -hmm. look. It's just me and sort of what I like and like the bright colors and like the beret, obviously. In terms of identity, just being in a rural area um, and dressing like this, it wasn't always well received. And I think part of that, I want to be careful about how I word this because there is no um, look for a queer person. Um, There is not like a particular set of clothes that every queer person wears or like not everyone fits sort of like a stereotypical um, idea of what it means to be queer. Mm -hmm. But um, there is something to be said for how I, and even now, um, there's certain like trademarks, especially like within fashion that are like associated with queer people. And I think especially as a queer woman, like growing up in rural Wisconsin, the way that I dress sort of... um, I would say, like, implied it and also helped me find other people that sort of fit the same bill as me, especially when I was really, really young, like, in middle school. Um, The people that I hung out with were sort of, like, the only other people who were sort of dressing the way I did, and we all were also queer for the most most part. Um, Like, my best friend, for example... I mean, like, we both sort of did, like, whatever we want, but we found it sort of almost, like, um, community building in a way, just the way that we dressed. And I think, like, now there are even things that um, you will see, like, online, like, flannels are, like, a big thing. Or, like, cottagecore is, like, also something that can be, like, especially for queer women, like, very indicative, like, oh, like... Oh, what if they wear that, they... Yes. Okay. And it's, like, not something that I would go around and say to everyone. It's sort of almost, like, um, not, like, an inside joke, but, like, just, like, a way of, like, communicating that. And I think historically it's been that way as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, certain ways that you can, like, say or dress and be like, okay, wait a second, I know what that, like, means. Mm -hmm. And not everybody fits that bill, but... Like, for me, that's how that was. I don't know. Even, like, me and my partner, for example, like, we talk about all the time how we dress like queer people. And we're completely, like, opposite aesthetics, but it's just very, like, big. And it's it's very expressive, in my opinion. It's an extremely positive thing. I think so, too, yeah. I hope, like, no one, like, is hearing this and is like, oh, like, every queer person, like, dresses the same. No. The thing is, is that, like, queer style is bold and it's different and it is sort of like it's not one particular style there's so many different aesthetics and things that just like you stand out as yourself and that's why it's even like more identifiable in the first place yeah it's kind of a fun way of saying like a physical in a physical like appearance way like oh this is who I am and like how I'm dressing is how I I'm expressing, like, my personality and just who I am yeah. on the inside. And I, I think that goes for just about everyone as well. And yes. I think it's really fun to be able to experiment with clothes and different styles and trends or haircuts, you know, yeah. makeup. Being able to be expressive like that and, like, being able to be expressive in our identities and then having that sort of manifest through our fashion sense as well mm-hmm. is a positive thing, in my opinion. So. And did you, I guess have a sense of fashion leading to like realizing by yourself like oh I am queer or did you I guess discover that and use fashion just as like a way to express yourself and just like not even that you're queer but just who you are on the inside and who your personality is when I started like dressing sort of differently I did not realize that at first. I would always like sort of make like jokes about it and like I didn't really take it seriously but I, yeah, that's sort of how that ended up being. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, like, hanging out with my friends and stuff, I was like, oh. But then, like, after that, I would say very quickly I realized, okay, well, there's been kind of, like, a reason that I've been like this and been with, like, this group of people and stuff. So after that, like, yes, it was sort of a way that I was like, okay, I'm going to wear this, and this is sort of, like, corresponds with, like, my identity 
now it's not I wear this far more because of like not because I'm queer but it's also like a factor right I would say the most important thing is sort of like what you mentioned about just like personality wise as well one of the best things that I've heard in on like yik yak um or twitter or even some of the other like different podcasts and stuff I've been on is that I feel like my style is kind of like a happy one Mm -hmm. um I like that it makes people smile and yes. it, I like that it motivates people or things like that almost. Like, I've seen, uh, like, a yik yak. I was like, oh, I just saw Pink Berry Girl in the library. I'm going to, like, study now. And it's like, those are, like, the best ones, in my opinion. Because it's like, I want to be someone who is, like, helpful and, like, encouraging and all these things. I want to be, like, a bright force. And obviously, I have to earn that. But that is sort of, like, what I try and do every day. I think you do it well. Thank you. it's very empowering. And do you have, I guess, like, any advice um, to people who are kind of discovering more about themselves and their identities and are looking to express that through fashion or through some outlet and how, I mean, that's very scary, you know, to do something different and kind of step outside of your comfort zone. Do you have any advice or what was your experience? My advice about this, I feel like, is kind of interesting because the thing is, is, like, I'm not going to tell you to not be scared. I'm not going to tell you, like, oh, just, like, be you because those things, like, we hear those things all the time. But the thing is, is, like, I was almost a little nervous myself as well, especially as my style grew and grew. Like, the more I would add on, um, each time at first I was a little bit like, oh, have I made it too much now? The way I sort of did it is, like, it's not about not being afraid um, or, like, not feeling nervous. It's sort of, like, just trying it anyway to the best of your ability. Um, Mm -hmm. Even with things like, I don't know, I did music in high school. And it's, like, I was scared as fuck to, like, (laughs) perform and do all these things. But I just, like, kept doing it anyway because it's, like, okay, I know objectively that this is what I want to do and objectively if I do this like I will be happier with myself and it's like whatever anybody else says or thinks like that's it's just sort of like you sort of stop caring after a while Mm -hmm. um I think personally like the community at Northwestern has been very accepting and helpful um So the other thing I would say, too, is I know this is not possible for everyone, um, mm-hmm. especially for, like, families um, or whatever place you grew up in. Surround yourself with encouraging people. Um, you can't discover your identity on your own. And I think you can't even... It's a lot harder to try something completely new and super scary when you don't have anybody that is going to, like, be by your side. And that's so hard. Um, mm-hmm. But I just couldn't have gotten to the spot I am without sort of, like, my family or, like, my friends that did support me back in high school. Even if there wasn't, like, a whole heck of a lot of them. Um and now I have, like, a lot of really, really good friends that, like, encourage me to do what I do every day. Um, and even are like, oh, you should, like, wear this one. Like, this one is so cute. Like, I've never seen you wear this outfit. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know that that's hard and not always um, the most achievable within a short period of time. But don't don't hang out with people who aren't going to be kind to you or encourage you in your ambitions because you are worth a lot more than that. I I can't, I've been in scenarios where I've done that and it was not, it wasn't worth it. It's like there are better people in the world and it's so hard to see at first if you're stuck in that situation. That's my advice. Yeah, it is hard to see, but I, I like what you're saying. It's, you're worth so much more. I'm glad that you, you seem to have found that and that you're doing really well. I am doing, I am doing pretty well right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, like, I have a really good group of friends. I'm involved with extracurriculars. I'm doing at least, 
I think I'm doing really well in school. Like, I'm not even going to say, like, at least. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what? This is solid. Good for you. Um, I like that. Yes. Thank you. That's I, the energy we need. I love the positivity. Oh. I feel like especially in fall, it's like as students are getting back into... I don't know, adjusting or freshmen are getting into like starting college, you know, it's a little bit more of a difficult time I've seen for people. So seeing you around campus and your positive energy is amazing and it brings a little light to the school. That's really, really, really kind of you. (laughs) And like, that's what I hope to do. But I also want to make sure that people are aware, like last year um, was probably one of the most difficult times in my life. Um, so I try and, like, be, um, a helpful person to everyone to whatever extent I can. However, I, I don't want my positivity to be misconstrued as, like, oh, everything is, like, good at this school. I've been, like, extremely lucky to have the success that I have. However, I know that there are things that the university can improve on. Mm -hmm. And also, like, not everyone is, like, thriving right now. Like, I had some very, very, like, it was a rough road to get to the point where I'm at now. Yeah. So, it's like, if you're listening to this, it's like, I, I don't know. I would personally talk to anybody who wasn't, like, having a fantastic time here right now. Because it's like, as much as we all want to believe at first, especially, like, fall quarter, that this is, like the best place ever I got accepted into this great school like it's not perfect and yeah and then stuff you get there it's a little like you build up this image too and especially as you're like first starting to leave home you're like oh this is exciting you know mm-hmm. I can't wait and I definitely got here and I had a like definitely was struggling for a little bit I was doing like long distance um relationship with a boyfriend yeah. um and so everything is really hard and it's okay to struggle but I think you know, then you reach these really good points, and then you do that whole, like, self-discovery and finding yourself and keeping yourself grounded again. It's just a cycle, I feel like. Yeah. But um, I'm glad that you're you're feeling really good now. And that. Even the last year was hard. I'm sure you learned a lot, and it was... Oh, oh yeah. <clears throat> Not to interrupt you. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. Well, I just... I learned a lot of things, and some of it was... It just wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. I, I think... Most importantly, like, I learned what it is to be around people who value you and do love you and care about you and what that actually means. Because sometimes people can say, like, no, I care about you so much or, like, I don't know, but sometimes words are simply just words. Right. But it's, like, yeah, just be with people, be with people who walk you home, be with people who bring you up in what you do and people who want to see you be healthy and succeed and sort of, like, will support you in your avenues. I agree. That's what I learned. So. That's a good takeaway. I like it. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Is there anything I haven't asked you that I should have asked you? Anything that you want to add? Um, if you're listening to this right now, I just personally want to thank you. Like I sort of mentioned earlier, last year was one of the most difficult like the most difficult year of my life um I had an ungodly amount of things go on externally what sort of stands out is the fact that I did have so much support here um and I hope I can do like absolutely whatever I can to repay that in a way especially even just through like the twitter and the yik yaks and the whatever Mm -hmm. and the interviews like that every single message brings me up every single day every single time I end up talking to somebody who's like seen me because of like my article or anything like that it means the world to me I cannot describe to people how much that helped me last year because it made me feel slightly less alone like Mm -hmm. when I was in high school and middle school Like, that was rougher because I did not have the same amount of support, and I struggled then too, and I struggled last year, but the difference was is that I really felt like people here did care about me in a larger sense, you know? I've always had my close friends, but it's like, 
I've never felt so welcome in, like, a genuine community mm-hmm. and not just sort of, like, the people who I knew were safe people that I appreciate so much with my entire life. But what everyone here has, like, done for me, and I, there are no words that I can possibly use to adequately thank everyone. If I could meet every single person that has ever <laughs> said something nice about me, I would love to, like, handwrite you something every everyone it's like every little thing like makes up for something and i know that people here are kind and people here do care i know you haven't always received the best feedback um and i'm wondering how for people who are struggling with that negativity or for you who was struggling with that negative feedback from other people how did you do it and like What's a good way to kind of stay positive? It was, I will not lie, that was a difficult thing to overcome. I operated in such a fashion that I had, I had my people. In the grand scheme of things, if the general public was sort of like, oh, that's like weird, like why are you doing that? Like whatever. As long as I had like my my very small family, my one or two friends, like in middle school and high school, that was all I really needed. And you have to sort of adopt a mentality that's like, these people love me for me Mm -hmm. and actually know who I am and understand this. And it's like, I think as long as you have a tiny, tiny support circle, like that's really, all I needed personally as long as you know that there's like somebody who's really gonna see you as you I think that helps a lot I've just sort of had to tell myself like I don't care in the end like I make it sound simple and it's not it's a really difficult thing to do but like I don't know if you're into if you're into manifesting or anything like that or just like writing it down or something but just having to manually think to myself you know what I'm scared to do this but I do not care even if the outcome is bad I don't care because I did something that I wanted to do and aligns with who I am and I personally think is really cool mm-hmm. the only person's opinion who's gonna matter about who you are in the end is yours and what you want to do with that to some extent is really up to you it's hard to get over negative opinions and trust me it really bogged me down but in the end I kept doing what I did because of the small group of people who did support me but also because at some point it was like this is sort of how it is and I'm gonna be who I am and I don't want to be sad about it so like Mm -hmm. I I don't care I'm gonna just do what I do yeah no I think manifesting like it I think we've turned it into something where it's like oh like I'm manifesting you know I think like media or other people have put judgment onto it to make it sound kind of like more of a silly thing sometimes yeah people don't really believe in it you know but I think if you like it's kind of like smiling, just like even if you're down, the physical yeah. act of smiling like will make you happier or like will make you feel a little better, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the same thing if you're telling yourself like, you know what? These people's opinions and what they're saying don't matter at all. Like I am who I am and I'm proud of that. Like I think if you're repeating that to yourself, then yes, like it, it you do start believing it and it will become like a better mindset, so. Yeah. I definitely think that's true. And the key is repetition because yeah. it's like you can't just you can't just say like oh I'm just not gonna like care anymore like this took me a long time that yeah. took some development so whatever part of your journey you're in don't beat yourself up you know yeah my main message is don't be your own worst hater there are yeah. other people that are gonna say things and be jerks or whatever don't be one of those people if you can help it trust me I have my own self-confidence issues all the time like I am not exempt from this right so yeah yeah thanks so much for sitting down with me of course I really really appreciate it It, yeah it has been super fun and just simply I can't thank you enough either just all these things mean the world to me so yeah well this means so much to me and I, I love hearing 
all of your insight um and just i don't know getting a little more perspective into other people's lives and into the world so i'm glad that we could learn from you today yay <laughs> thank you so much Okay, guys. Wasn't um, she a good guest? It, dude. I I love this interview. She's absolutely so sweet. I um, it's such a beautiful story, such a beautiful message of just using fashion to not only express yourself but find community. Yeah. And like, I love. I absolutely love the um what she said about like it's not about trying to overcome your fear it's just about accepting that you have the fear and doing it anyway i like that i feel like it's so much less intimidating yeah to your emotions i think that applies in like everything of just like things are gonna come at you and you're just gonna like have to feel all the emotion just like go with it and just like be part go the flow man yes like i (laughs) that is like one of the one of the guiding principles Mm -hmm. of my like how i live my life is like not judging my emotions that's good and that's hard it's really hard but it's like this is something that really hit me at the like senior year of high school um at least once an episode I have to remind you guys that I I am a freshman um but (laughs) (laughs) like this is something that really hit me that I really understood better and like mm, we judge our emotions so easily yeah and it's so like yeah, like, the and the first time I went to therapy, I feel like that was, that whole process of, like, the first time I went to therapy uh, was really understanding that you need to, like, let go of judgment of your own emotions, and then you're not going to judge other people for their emotions, and it's just, so that, right. you know? I feel like it's hard, because, like, even now, I catch myself being like, oh, why am I thinking that? Or like, exactly! Why I, you know, and it's just so easy, I feel like for me, it's so easy to be judgmental myself, and it's like, I don't really care about other people, I'm like, happy for what they're doing but it's so much easier to be harsh on myself and be like yeah you know yes and it's just like accept the state of being that you're at right now like if you're sad you're sad it's okay like exactly you know what I mean and you don't have to pretend if someone's like hey how you doing I'll bro I'm actually doing terrible right now um yeah you know it's like just just accept how you are you're not always going to be happy and you're not but but thankfully you're not always going to be sad either and and exactly yeah so that really that's actually that reminds me. me. I was talking to a close friend of mine this week, mm-hmm. and I was one of my friends is going through a harder time, and so I feel like with some people it's just been a lot of like dumping emotions or like running thoughts past me, which obviously I'm I always here to listen mm-hmm. or give advice to friends, but it's like more of a negative, like more negative than positive right now, mm-hmm. which happens in life. It's just like good to always try to balance those. Yeah. I was talking to him and I was like, I feel like lately I have been noticing like I'm just constantly like I walk around campus and I'm just like very happy. And he's like, well, like if this is your normal state, like you wouldn't be thinking that you are like so happy because it would just be your normal state. You wouldn't be thinking about that. And I was like, oh, Mm. it's a really good point. And I think that's that why I was noticing that like that is usually my normal state. But I was surprised by this emotion and judging that like maybe I'm being too happy, like, what's wrong with me, because I had been in, like, such a negative environment, or, like, my friend was calling me, and, like, this is happening, this is happening, and it was, like, something where I was, like, I, you probably need to talk to someone else about this, like, I can't give professional help, you know, and so I was, like, oh, I think that I just have been in more of, like, a little bit of a down or, like, a flat state Mm -hmm. instead of, like, my normal, I, I think I am, like, a pretty happy person just naturally, Right. But then I, like, noticed that Yeah, I was going back to this natural state. It's so nice that you're going back to a natural state of, like, I'm after. so happy that I am. No, but I thought that was amazing that he pointed that out. That like, is a really... Oh, that's, like, awesome very profound thought. It is. I feel like my natural state is pretty neutral. I'm mm-hmm. not, like, necessarily naturally happy or naturally... I'm just neutral, just mm-hmm. taking in whatever's coming at me. Um, but, yeah, that feeling of, like... My baseline is pretty just, like, content and not necessarily, you know? It's, like, not necessarily I'm, like, happy, but I'm just, I'm content. I'm satisfied. I'm walking around doing my thing. Yeah. Um, And so, like, that feeling of, like, oh, if you're, like, heavy, bogged down, 
to be getting back to the state where you're just like being and like you're content and you're walking around and yeah oh it's so freeing I'm so happy to hear that that's so oh, nice thank you yeah. but that made me think of like the the judging your emotions and your thoughts yeah yeah profound stuff Adrian. But I think we had some suggestions for our podcast this week. Oh, yeah. Do you want to... What, yes. what were the suggestions that came in? Absolutely. Let's read them. Okay, so <clears throat> these suggestions. Well, basically, someone has told us that... So I say bro a lot. <laughs> you do say bro a lot. <laughs> I say bro quite a bit. And someone said that we should have a bro jar on the podcast this is the mm. message girl you're gonna need a bro jar i feel like you need to make that a thing perhaps a few episodes in yeah every time you say it a dollar should go in the bro jar and i was like oh my god that's brilliant um bro that's oh, that's brilliant bro <laughs> bro like <laughs> i don't know what do you what are your thoughts and opinions about that i shall like we? that i i think i can help you with this issue because i have I say bro sometimes, but I feel like I have lots of variations, like bro, buster, um, <laughs> buddy, buster? champ, bro, um, buster. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, I'll see my guy friends. I'm like, let's go, buster. Pick Aww. up the pace, buddy. Oh, okay. I Come like on, that. champ. <laughs> Come on. Sometimes I just whistle at them. I'm like, Damn. <laughs> They come. God damn. <laughs> oh, but champ is so encouraging. It's like, come on, champ. Yeah, it's because men like build each other up. And women are like, you dumb slut. <laughs> oh, that's so true. And I'm like, damn, that sucks. Oh my God, wait. That's so real. Body, like, yeah. I remember when one of my friends, like, the way she would come and see me, she'd be like, hey, bitch. Or Hey, dumb. Like, she would literally, she'd be like, what's up, slut? And I'd be like, whoa. You're like, what do I do? Like, yeah. Versus like, what's up, boss? What's up, big man? What's up? Like, oh, oh my yeah, God. Oh, yeah, it's called little man. Oh, or little man. So little yeah. man? I feel like that's so I like to do that to guys who are, it is. <laughs> I do it in like a teasing way because it's like, I feel like my guy friends like are bigger guys sometimes right. or they're taller. I'm like, come on, little man. Oh, no. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're like, what? I think it's like fun and cute when I'm saying it to someone who's like six foot because I'm five foot two. Like, I'm obviously <laughs> yeah, kidding. Like, what, what business do I have saying little man? I just like to but get a rise out of them. Like, I, I just like to see how much can you I like get under your sweat. skin. <laughs> you like to make them sweat yeah. a bit. Oh, my God. Wait, that's so... The more I think of it, there's more examples where I can think of my girlfriends being like, hurry up, bitch, or like whatever, versus like, oh, big man, what's up? Yeah. They're just like, brother. Like, they're very nice. Like, because you wouldn't go be like, hey, sister. <laughs> you know? Like, hey, sister. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what, how, how we'll start off. Right. Long. Hey, sister. Hey, sister. James Charles asked. Liz- Oh, no. That's the first thought I had when you said that. I was like, <laughs> I was thinking of the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, god! Maybe we should have a bro jar. We should. But I don't know. It depends because if I say bro too too much, then the entire audio would just be like the. <laughs> Maybe like a penny jar. Right. I would start a penny jar. Or we you. could just like. I don't have pennies though. Yeah, I, no one uses real money anymore. Right. It's like such a weird system. Everyone uses Apple Pay. <laughs> now I get money and I'm like, this is fake. Right. I can go spend this. That's how people used to think about credit cards though. It's My so My mom was real. like, when I got a credit card, I was like, this is fake money. Right. You know, that's why it's dangerous to use a credit card. Now I'm like, I don't want to use my credit card. Like, see those dollars go down. But right. like this money, fake. I can spend that's as so much of it as real. I want. Oh my god, the amount of times I've heard someone be like, just pay in cash and you didn't pay for it. I'm like, what? Exactly. That's it's how like I you think. don't see it in the bank. Oh my god. I'm like, yeah, this is Please. fake money. <laughs> we'll do like a ka-ching sound if we end up doing it. Okay. But it's if okay. I say bro too much, it'll be too much. Well, I'm going to help you learn how to say buster. This is like- buddy. <laughs> champ. We do like a phonetic, like, buster. buster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. That was our little suggestion. We're taking it into consideration. Yeah. Suggestion noted. We can see what we say the most, and then every time we say it. Yeah. I actually really want to stop saying like. Oh my god, me too. And I need a little like shot color or something. Every time I what? say. <laughs> what? Every time I say like. A shot color. I need a little like shot. <laughs> oh, it's like, bro. Oh 
shock. Oh, damn. Shock. <laughs> shock. <laughs> Electrocuted. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, instead of a kaching noise, it's just one of us being like, shock. <laughs> okay, I like that better. <laughs> but I'm not going to remember that. Is that like... Shock. Probably not a good thing to put on our podcast, like harming each other. No. Like, pretend harming each other. Shock. Like, <laughs> Stop. No, we won't do that. Don't worry. Okay. That's a good suggestion. Thank good you suggestion. for writing in. Thank you. Um, guys, unfortunately, none of the shaving cream people wrote in. Please, please I'm begging you. Please listen and love. I would actually love to go loving. out with them for a night. No, because I know so it'd be crazy. I know it'd be so fun. <laughs> like when I say listen and learn, away. I mean I listen to you and I learn. But yeah, write in. Write <laughs> in. Share if you have any more suggestions, like another variation of the bro jar, something completely different. You have any questions? Yeah. You have any? Give us like five stars on the app, also. Yes. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Um, retweet this if <laughs> do like, every social media thing possible. On God. Go listen on all seven platforms. On all 12 whatever platforms. Right, I don't like even know. 12 hours of your day should be dedicated to this. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if you have any questions, comments, if you have any ideas, suggestions for future episodes, if you want to be interviewed on an episode, yeah. you feel like you have something fun to bring to the table. Ooh, we want to talk to you. We would love to talk to you. We can just chat, too. They just come and they're like, yo, we just did like you see to the, chat. They're like, did you see the football game the other day? And I'm We're like, like, no. <laughs> like, Honestly. I think you're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh my gosh, oh my we God. should do one of us just like sports commentating, but like we have no idea what's going on. And it's just us like, damn, bro, look, he caught the ball. Damn, Buster. Wait, that's damn, Buster. Oh my God, Let's go, Stop. <laughs> yeah, so. Anyway. If you have anything to say. Thanks for listening to us ramble. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for giving us the time of day. Um, have a wonderful Wednesday. Have a wonderful Wednesday week year month life hour minute second exactly yeah cool bye bye bro